Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers-Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Today, our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. Who do we have on the show today? Today on the show, we have Deb Raleigh, and she's the owner of Creative Framing. A few weeks ago, we had a contest. It was from Sea Salt and Cinnamon. They put up a contest prize pack of eight breakfast, breakfast burritos, burritos and some cookies, $50 value. We asked our listeners to go to the website, fill out the contact form with what they hate. Yes, what they hate. From all the entries, and we had quite a few. Thank you very much for everybody who participated. Yay, thank you guys. We did pull a winner, and the winner is... Amy Logan! Okay, now she had a great what she hates. So she seriously hates it when people lack the personal and social awareness to move out of the way in a store. I... Agree. The grocery store, I'm just gonna I'm gonna chime in on Amy's thing. The grocery store is like driving a car, right? You stay on the right hand side, you stay you stay on your side of the lane, you don't need to be in the middle of the road. Figure it out, stay on your side of the lane. And while we're talking about it, don't be on the phone while you're going through Walmart or Payless. People are or, always on their phone in the aisles. In like full conversations. Like I don't understand. Like get in there, get your stuff. Put it in your basket and get out of the way. So Amy went on to say, no, Susan, I don't want to stand there and listen to you compare the sodium content of two cans of beans. Just move your cart and let people go around. Yes, I agree with you, Amy Logan. I am 100% in agreement. Get your stuff, put it in your cart, get out of the way. And she's our big winner. She Congratulations. Gets breakfast burritos from Sea Salt and Cinnamon. Enjoy those, Amy. Thank you very much. Our premier sponsor today is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? Well, are you interested in solutions for a more open and local government? Well, of course. Of course we are. Would you like to know more about how your local government makes decisions? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, then check out their Transparency in Government 2019 Citizen Summit. It is going to be September 14th. Uh, from 9 to 4 at the Ivy Tech Fisher Building here at downtown Muncie. Uh, and the purpose is to explore solution-focused and nonpartisan opportunities to foster transparent local government. It's sponsored by Ivy Tech Community College, Wolf Boom Radio, Ball State Brown Center for Public Affairs, Muncie Action Plan, and Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Deb Raleigh of Creative Framing. How are you doing today? Hi, Matt. I'm doing great. Thanks. Good, good. Good. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Yes. Now, tell us about yourself. What have you been up to? I have been up to lots of fun with the family this summer. I've got uh, a daughter and her fiancé that live up in Chicago, Mm -hmm. and they come out as often as they can. Um, I have a niece and a nephew here that have three-and-a-half-year-old twins, and we just all love to spend time together and doing fun outdoor things, and they got a swimming pool this year, so that's been the big addition to the summer. That makes it extra fun to go over there, right? (laughs) 
Well, tell us about creative framing and how long you've been doing it and everything. I am celebrating my 30-year anniversary. 30 years? Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I started 30 years ago. My daughter was three years old. I was working in the framing industry here in Muncie, but wasn't happy. Okay. I left, and I had... A lot of customers still contacted me, wanted me to do work for them, but I didn't want to do the standard brick-and-mortar store, mm-hmm. so I want to have the flexibility. But back then, that kind of was unheard of. Everyone worked 9 to 5, and oh, no yeah. one worked from home. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was Absolutely. very unique. <laughs> different, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it looked very different, and it took a while for people to understand that I was serious. It wasn't a hobby, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and that this was a business. And um, I've just been very blessed ever since then. Uh, my daughter was three at the time. It gave me flexibility with her schedule. Mm-hmm. She was a Burris kid, so I could get her back and forth to school. Oh, that's good. Work my appointments around. And um, it's just been a huge blessing. And I love the one-on-one relationships that mm-hmm. I make with my customers by not being in a brick-and-mortar store. I'm, you know, I'm in their home. I'm in their office. It gets to be a more personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell us about some of the uh, unique things that you've been able to frame over the years. One of the most unique things was a quilt that was a memorial quilt made for a young man and they were all of his t-shirts and it was so large and I kept explaining to the customer how large this was going to be when it was framed so he came to pick it up and realized he couldn't get it into his vehicle so he ended up renting a truck (laughs) to come and get it like a moving truck right because it had to be enclosed and then when he got at home, he couldn't get it in the house. Yeah, like so, where would you even hang that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, size kind of does make it important. So that ended up being problematic, getting it in the house. They ended up having to wait until they were getting windows replaced to get it into the house. So. Wow. Now, did, when they got in the house, was there a place to hang it? Like, because that's a big wall so. it would have I've to go on, right? I've never hung, but I'm assuming so. Okay. <laughs> um, I like really framing the emotional items, mm-hmm. um, all different things. Um, Letterman jackets. I've done wedding gowns. Um, you know, original art from family members and even young kids art. Those are always the fun things. Oh, those things. would be fun. So, yeah. yeah, it's a very diverse set of things that I frame. Right, because uh, that way you're not like just doing the same. Yes, yes. Know, the strangest diplomas over and over. Baby teeth. Someone baby teeth. wanted their baby child's teeth. baby teeth framed. Mm-hmm. So that was probably the strangest. And I did it, but probably. Now, did you do it like a smile? Or? No. <laughs> I finally <laughs> talked him into letting me just put them like in a little um, silk bag. Oh, okay. And trying to do them that way instead of displaying them out I mean, each. that's it's kind of like serial killer-ish yeah. if you're like got teeth on a wall. I know. I don't know. <laughs> now, my mom does have my baby teeth in like pill jars, like oh, yeah. a, a prescription uh-huh. bottle or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my mine and my sisters, we each have our own like jar of teeth like what what are you gonna do with those that reminds me of like darkness falls that uh, horror movie where <laughs> The tooth fairy came after you. And, yeah. Does, yeah. Did your mom keep your baby teeth? Uh, no. You just throw, did she just throw them away? Like, I don't I know. Don't, we I haven't had know. to do Maybe the tooth fairy in our house. Maybe she them and they're buried under the house. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's probably a lot of stuff all over the house. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, my house, in my mom's house, there's a little jar of my baby teeth. I'm like, what am I going to do with these when my mom dies and I have to clean out her house? What do you do with yeah, your Yeah, because that's teeth? kind of a hard thing to throw away after all that time. You can uh-huh. put them in the urn where she's at. That's true. Oh, there you go. All right. Matt, quite the problem solver. (laughs) My mom will love this part of the episode. Hi, Mom. So I wanted to ask you about uh, growing up. Have you you always been from Muncie? I am a Muncie. I I was born and raised here. Okay. After I got out of school here, I was the one left here in town, and I had elderly grandparents that I dearly loved and adored, and so I'm the one that stayed behind to take care of them, and during that time, started my business, started my family, got you know, roots here in mm-hmm. Muncie, and now I can't ever 
dream of leaving, and this will be where I always will stay. Awesome. Yeah. Now, did I hear you right? Are you a Bearcat or a Southside? I was Eagles. Eagles. I'm a Delta girl. Oh, Delta. Oh, Delta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're way out there. Yeah. <laughs> out the country. Okay, okay. You know, back in that time, it did seem like way out there because everybody wasn't as mobile as they were. You know, to come mm-hmm. to downtown Muncie was a big deal back then. Oh, so. yeah. I lived in Alexandria, and we never came to Muncie. Yeah. It was like the big big city, and I we know. never it's came like over here. It's like going to Chicago or something yeah. now. It's Only came like... over here when we needed to buy a Buster Brown shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or go to One Accord uh, and fight oh, over the Sopapillas. So, I know. Yeah. I went to some event a couple years ago where they had like old food from like bygone places in Muncie, and they had the Sopapillas <gasps> from uh, from One Accord. Oh, my gosh. And they were really like good. little flags on the They tables. didn't have the... F- I don't think they, they had the flags. Them. It was over the I'm going to say, any restaurant that just put some flags yeah, there. we'd all be happy. We'd all be, we'd happy. All be happy. I know. Me and my sister, we always fought over who got to put the flag up. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything else about growing up in Muncie that... Uh... It's a very close community. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had different chapters in my book of life. And uh, one of my most recent chapters was um, my husband passed away seven years ago. And I can't imagine that I would have ever... Um, thrived again as I have without this community and its support and just um, daily just tickled by the way that our community treats one another and how we come alongside of each other and really lift each other up. Tell us about some of the organizations you've been a part of over the years. Well, I've been with WIBU since 2000. I served two terms on the board there. Oh, okay. So, um, but that was back quite a long time ago. I'm uh, a member of Common Way Church here okay. in Nancy. I work with First Choice for Women, and I serve meals at the YWCA, and I'm a facilitator with Grief Share, which is a grief group program here in Muncie that's ran through um, different churches. Okay. So, keeps me busy. Keeps you busy, yeah. yeah. And on top of your, top your of job working. and working and spending time <laughs> and with being your a kids. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you a an early bird or a night owl? I am an afternoon chick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am neither of those. <laughs> Um, you know, my daughter always saw when she was growing up that I was an early bird. She just was amazed to find out that I wasn't. And I'm like, I didn't have a choice. I had to get up and right. get, you gotta you get ready you to drive school. you to school. Yeah. And then when she started driving, she realized I'm mom's not an early bird at all. So <laughs> I power down about nine o'clock and then I'm done. So done. yeah, I don't really do either one of those real well. I, I think I'm in the same boat with you. Like, right. I hit my stride at like two o'clock in the yes. afternoon. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whereas Matt is like. I'm done. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm done at four. It's it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What's uh, what's something you wish you knew uh, back then that you know now? I wish I didn't think take everything so personally. Mm-hmm. When you're young, you take everything so personally. You think it's all about you, right? And uh, anything negative is reflective of you, and it's just not that way. And I think that's one of the things of growing older that's very freeing is that you lose that concern and that fear and. Um, you just enjoy life more because you're yeah. not all caught up in all of that. What do you want to be remembered for? For helping others. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was thrusted into the tragedy of my husband's accident and then his death, I was always very clear to me that um, God was teaching me something in this and that I needed to really pay attention because mm-hmm. I certainly didn't want this lesson again. Um, so, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I'm hard-headed God, but let me get it this time. So I knew that uh, there was a reason for it and that I really needed to pay attention. After his death, I did individual counseling, and then I did grief share counseling as well. And uh, the value of both of them is just immeasurable. And uh, getting a group of people who are in grief together normalizes it. 
Mm-hmm. And grief isn't something that a feeling or emotion that we feel is normal. Right. And so we think what we're feeling is unique to us. We're doing it wrong. Why aren't we getting better? Mm-hmm. And once you're with a group of people that are all in the same boat, having those same feelings to varying degrees and Every grief is different, but it has a lot of commonalities also. So getting people together to really let them understand that they're okay and then to give them some guidelines on how to help themselves, tools to use. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that can be said to make the pain go away, but you can make a lot harder on yourself. So if you can not do that, you're a foot ahead of a lot of people. So how do you keep a uh, positive attitude? I have just really great, positive people in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really careful of who I surround myself with. Speaking that I went to private counseling, one of the really great tools is that I learned is to just to stop the negative thoughts when they, when mm-hmm. they start. If it starts up, I've just luckily learned the tools to shut it down and not let it take my day away from me. Mm-hmm. When you have a bad moment, you feel like the whole day is gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as you progress, you realize, well, it's not the whole day. It was half a day. Right. And so I still have half a day left. And then you learn, no, it's just this hour. Mm-hmm. I still have 23 other hours that are going to be good. You have to reframe how you think about it. And when those negative thoughts come up, you just have to shut them down. Do you have anything on your bucket list? Yes. I have always wanted to drive the East Coast in fall. Okay. And I'm going to get to do that next October. My daughter and her fiancé are getting married in New Hampshire. Oh, okay. And they've rented a house for the weekend, and it's just 20 people. We're going to be there, hang out, have a great weekend, and then I'm going to go off by myself and drive the coast afterwards, and I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. What's some of your hobbies? You're not working all the time framing things, so. (laughs) No. I love to go kayaking on the White River. Really? Okay. I love doing that. It's so fun, so relaxing. Um I make handmade cards. Okay. So I like that. It lets me use my craftiness and it has kind of a beginning and an end. I like things that feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I do a lot of fun stuff with friends on Tuesdays nights. Mm -hmm. There's a group of us that go to the movies that it's $5 movies on Tuesdays. And so we grab dinner and go there and stuff with the family going. The twins and I and their mama went to Burr's backyard over the weekend. Mm And um, I, and better now than I've ever been at being spontaneous. It's not my strong suit. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I'm trying to get better and better at that and, you know, quitting and going and doing those fun mm-hmm. things when they pop up. Well, fun. Yeah. There's all there's always fun things to do around town oh, anyway. So, so much. Yeah. People who say they can't find things to do. They're are, not looking, they're not looking hard enough. <laughs> they're not. You don't even have to look that hard. No, no, it's, not it's at all. It's there. So no. absolutely. Do you have a secret hidden talent? Something you're good at that nobody knows? I can wiggle my ears. Really? Yes. Do you want to see? I would. Yes. I got now. I got to think about it. Oh, Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I know this is a podcast, but you, she really did just wiggle her ears. That's amazing. That's great. I love that. (laughs) Are you, are you big into music? I enjoy music. Um, This is something that drove my daughter nuts when she was a child. I don't have favorites. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's always like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite this? And I didn't have it. And it would just drive her nuts. So I just enjoy music, like Mm -hmm. genres, different artists. I don't have favorites. Right. But I enjoy music very much. Go to any concerts or anything? I love to follow Jenny DeVoe. I haven't got to see her lately. Oh, we saw her a few weeks ago. I know. We saw her a couple weeks ago. down here. Um, well, we didn't get to see her down here at Canon Commons because Matt had a gig, of course. But <laughs> nah. she did have a rare Friday night gig in 
Fishers at oh, the amphitheater yes, down there. So yes. we went to go see her there, and that was that was yes. fun. We really like we we like to follow her too. Yeah, one of my favorite concerts I ever went to was Meatloaf. I'm dating myself here, <laughs> but it was really cool because it was very theatrical. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, lots of props, lots of different outfits. Just yeah, very fun. But was that like Bad Out of Hell or yes? Okay. okay. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look at you. Oh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. There, <laughs> there you go. Nice. Matt knows you can't you can't put anything by him. No. Uh-uh. No, that had to be something back in the day because yeah, they got into a yeah. lot of theatrics. They it didn't was... have LED screens no. and all all kind Mm-mm. of things to keep your attention up there. No. They had to like really perform. They really do did. it on the stage. Yeah. 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 It was really something. It always left impression on me. Do you have a most used emoji on your phone? Yes, it would be the heart. Oh, okay. I use it relentlessly. I recently learned from my daughter that there's something called Deb-isms. Deb-isms? Deb-isms. Yes. <laughs> and this is something that she and her friends <laughs> refer to. Oh, okay. Because yeah. um, obviously I must have a style about what I say and emojis and such and um I'll say like, oh, my heart. Mm-hmm. That's a Debism. I okay. didn't know that. Okay. So um, this was a new discovery to me that I just came out. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess that leans to me using the heart emoji. I guess so. <laughs> and you're known for it. So I know. That's pretty cool. Do you have a favorite smell? A baby's head. Oh, that does smell good. Mm-hmm. Well, little babies, you know, little baby heads. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just went recently down to visit Pam Price mm-hmm. in, in Tennessee, and she has a new grandson. Oh. <sighs> Squishy little just, babies. Yeah, just to sk- snuggle up and sm- sniff those heads. It's just the best. Yeah. Zuzu snuggled up with me yesterday, but she did not smell like a little baby <laughs> no, anymore. No, not anymore. I told her, I'm like, you have got to go take a bath. You stink. <laughs> Your feet stink. Those <laughs> smells are very fleeting. Yes, that is true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. We are also sponsored by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. You can find out more at LuckyTats.com. Yep. Today I want to talk about, we've all seen either in movies or in real life, those shady tattoo parlors where, you know, you go in there drunk and you're like, man, I want like Tweety Bird on my arm with mom underneath of it or whatever, right? We've all seen those things. Well, guess what? Lucky Rabbit is not one of those. Okay. You know, there's places that'll do anything for or to anybody, and they don't want to be that kind of thing. They want to be professional and caring, and in fact, their studio resembles more of a dentist office than your typical tattoo parlor. Um, They don't serve anybody under the influence, so if you're drunk, like, don't go in there and expect them to get the mom tattoo on your arm. They want to make sure you know what you're putting on your body, and that it's like a permanent artwork for life on your body. So if you're not sober, they're going to ask you to come back when your head is clear and you're thinking a little better. Yeah, they really pride themselves on being a upstanding, professional, clean, sterile environment that's going to take care of you because this is going on your body for like the rest of your life and they want to make sure that you're happy with it. You can find out more at LuckyDads.com. getting into fall now and that means back to school back to school thank you children please go back to school <laughs> they went back to school a couple weeks ago because now we go to school in like the first part of august and yeah. we get out in june and they have like two months of, two months of summer and that's it you know i think kids loot they like they forget stuff over the summer so do they they don't need longer than two months well i think that's their their, their point is a shorter summer 
And uh, longer breaks in longer the middle. Longer breaks, you know, helps retain information and stuff like that. Because back in the day, it used to be Memorial Day, you're done, and you start uh, after Labor Day. Yeah. So that was a full three months of activities and stuff that and you did during this. And being home and driving your parents crazy. <laughs> yeah. So somewhere along the line, parents were like, no, let, let's make it shorter. So, I don't know if it was parents or educators or what. But anyway, we are back to school. We are back to school. Some of our children are excited for, and some of them are not. <laughs> so this year, uh, Audia has started kindergarten. We're in kindergarten. Yay. Uh, she did kindergarten jumpstart, uh, which is like a, uh, a week-long... Half-day camp to kind of get them ready to like learn where the cafeteria is and like how we follow the rules and what we do in kindergarten and all that. And she loved it. Uh, she did that for a week, and then she went back to preschool for a week after that because it wasn't quite time for school to start. And she was like, wait. Wait, I thought I graduated to kindergarten. Why do I have to go back to preschool? So anyway, but now we're back to school. And she's riding the bus. She is. Yes, she loves it. She thinks she is hot stuff. She gets to ride the bus. On the bus, she she has told us, uh, we, we ask her every day, of course, what'd you do at school? And oh, she, nothing. She won't answer us anymore. It was but, fine. But we asked her about the, uh, about the bus in particular, and she said, Oh, yeah, I sit with a, a couple teenagers. Yeah, I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, they're my best friends. I'm like, okay, great. What what grade are these teenagers in? Uh, one of them's in second grade, and the other one's in first grade. I'm like, okay. So we got some second grade teenagers on the bus, which is awesome. So then we went to back-to-school teacher night where we got to meet the teacher. Right, meet the teacher, see her classroom. She showed us around the school and all that. It wasn't quite an open house, but no, it, but it we was, haven't had that yet. No, but you like brought your school supplies, so like the first day of school, you don't have to send them to school with like five boxes of Kleenexes and like hand sanitizer, loading them all down and all that kind of stuff. Plus you get to meet the teacher and do all that kind of thing. So we did that and Zeus was like, because she'd been there for kindergarten jumpstart or whatever, so she showed us around the school and we went in the like the art room. Yeah. Who we found out that the, her art teacher used to be a math teacher for me in high school. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so. that was that was a little strange to go from math to art, but anyway. Whatever. He seems to like it, so that's cool. Um, but we went to the library at the school, yeah. and if you're a longtime listener of the pod, you've probably heard me talk about how I used to love the library, and I had love the it. Angie Decimal System on my books at home, and I was like a total library nerd. Apparently, I have not taken my child to the library ever. <laughs> I don't. I think she might have gone a few times with my mom, maybe, but I have never taken this kid to a library so we walk in there into this library and it's like you know kids it's a school library it's it's cool but not like we're not like at the alexandria library back in egypt or anything it's like it's a school library but she's like oh my goodness look at all these books and she wandered through all of like the 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 bookshelves and she's like so i can just I can check these books out and like read them and take them home. And she was like, what about these over here? I'm like, yep, those two. What about these over here? Yeah, those are picture books. And she was just like, her little mind was a little blown. She's mm -hmm. like, and I'm like, am I, am I a terrible parent? Because I have obviously never taken my kid to the library. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Our premier sponsor today was the Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at schaeferleadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Check them out at luckytats.com.
Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss. boss.